sure that this starts on time and we don't fuck around. It's recording? It's recording. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. We would like to start the Legitness Podcast with a message from our sponsors, Elite Subs Lanyon. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, to start off with, so man's just finished training. Uh, we're going to try the Emerald Labs uh, Lime Splice to begin with because we've heard nothing but good things about it. Tell me what you think. Now, this protein here, like, it has to be had with ice. It can't just be, like, room temperature water. Mm. Nah. Legitness. Legitness? Like, I, and to be honest, I was, I'm never going to, like, a fan of spice as a kid. Like the ice cream, don't yeah, like yeah, it? Yeah, no, no, no. I swear, I swear. And this is actually really nice. It doesn't give you that protein in taste, huh? Mm. It's real smooth, too. I think, like, I think, um, the reason... So, sorry, where, where can you buy it? Emerald Labs found Adelie's Subs Lenin. Elite subs landing on Instagram. <laughs> it's actually nice. I think you just put it on yogurt and all that. Like legit having that weird like Greek yogurt before bed. It's, it's nice. like pretty filling. And the cool thing is like the texture. Yeah. It doesn't feel protein. It's actually like you don't get that like you know some proteins you get that granulate kind of. That's right though. Happy, content. Happy, happy, happy. Welcome. Fuck. Introduce yourself. <laughs> well, my name is Viv. For those of you who don't know me, I am a retail store operator and owner from Elite Subs Lanyon and one of the coaches at Viv KB. Also a coach at Viv KB, Mark. Also a coach at Viv KB, Max. That's fucking bullshit. That makes me sound like a dickhead nah, talking about something nah, else we'll before. See, yeah, bro. <coughs> They'll come to know more about us as we get into a few more episodes. No, I talk about... Say something. We're running short on time. Yeah. Say one more thing you guys do because I sound like a mad dickhead. How was COVID, man? I just got COVID. Pre-man. Yeah. As of 12, 12 a.m. this morning. Today. How yeah. you feel? I didn't think I didn't think I had it because I didn't have any symptoms. Um, all I felt was just like real fatigued. And I know you That's said. Symptom, <laughs> yeah, I know you I said. You again, it's a symptom. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, literally, like I would have if I didn't do a test on Sunday night, I would have just continued my day as of normal and like infected <laughs> infected everyone but um yeah just major major fatigue um i can see how it definitely rocks people because yeah you're pretty drained like uh, someone like me fit healthy you know if rock someone like me you know it's, you know, it's legit. i think it was funny because like we were taking the piss out of it before uh, not in an aggressive sense mm. but just like the state of like ha None of us have got COVID. We had the com- me and Viv had a conversation in the store, just being like, like imagine going through two years of COVID, and then when they finally like stop making you isolate, you don't get two weeks off. <laughs> you don't get the payments. You don't get the payments. You don't get like. nothing. So it's like your mom says, man. God hears what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it, man. But yeah, nah. Caught COVID. Was mad tired. Spent like pretty much the whole week sleeping and like. What'd you do first day? Fuck. Runs through it. Well, if woke up, yelled. Dobby is free. <laughs> I've actually like I've already trained twice already. <laughs> so I got up in the morning and I was like, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna get up in the morning. I haven't trained all week. I'm gonna I'm gonna double up today. So I woke up in the morning, went for a run. Um and yeah, it's def- a four minute K, hey. Yeah, it's like four four forty four. My fastest is four nineteen minute K, so yeah, pretty quick. That's pretty quick. Pretty quick now. So it How do you uh, feel? like it it's it's hard to explain, like you can definitely notice like your chest. Oh, it's like a little bit harder to breathe and yeah, all like symptoms, yeah mm. yeah fuck symptoms um <laughs> yeah so i went for a run and like it was a <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> yeah, relax relax i tested negative yesterday <laughs> um, <laughs> um so it was yeah it was uh it was a little bit more difficult and then went to boxing tonight and like i just gassed it's because it's a protocol to, to getting back to training like taking it easy yeah so like 
because COVID's like, it affects like your heart and like your lungs as well as like your brain. So what they do at like, what, what, what we've like developed at work is just a bit of a protocol. So I'm for physiotherapists, for those who don't know, um, <clears throat> is that we work with a fair few teams. And so, <laughs> and so basically you've got to be seven days symptom free, which you're not. Then day one, Oh, to train seven days symptoms. Seven days, yeah. Seven days symptoms like, first to start training. Wait. Seven days symptoms to start training. Then day one is like twenty minutes mm. at like aerobic activity, super light RP three to four, which is like conversational. So like if you're gassed and you're blown, then that's not RP three to four. And then like day two is like twenty minutes of aerobic activity, still moderate, and then like you can do some like weights and stuff. And then day three is like a bit more, so it's like forty minutes, and then it's like skill work, so a bit more high intensity. Then day five is like full training. I was going to say with like you being you, like you say today was the first time obviously, um, you know, gone for a run and shit. Yeah. yeah, like what did you do for the last seven days? Literally like slept. I would have slept at least 18 to 20 hours a day. And like, um, like only, a cat, man. Yeah, I'd only get up to, you know, I'd use the bathroom or like get something to eat. Um, because some of my family is like high risk. Um, it's better off I just stay in my room and it's just, yeah. Was that difficult? Like, did you feel isolated during that time? I didn't feel isolated now because I spent most of my time sleeping. Like I didn't have any symptoms, which is crazy. Like I, um, fatigue except fatigue, man. Like, is that a symptom? Like, is that a symptom? I would have trained the next day. Yeah, but it's a symptom. Yeah, I actually, it's the last one on the list. Still on the list. First one, loss of taste, smell. Wait, none of that. Like cough. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> none of that. It was just fatigue, literally. So I spent. And that for you, like that could have been anything. That could have been anything. Yeah. And I thought it was overtraining. Like we had a big week of um, of training, and I just thought it was that. I think I told you. You're like, oh fuck. Where you're like, where have you been? I was like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm just tired from training. He's like, did you go out last night? No, you look fucked up on yeah, was so, sun, Sunday. You yeah, look fucked up. And I was like, no. I'm, oh. That day I was I was wrecked. But I thought it was fatigue. I just like, oh, uh, what's the fatigue syndrome? Chronic, oh, fuck, whatever. What chronic about? fatigue syndrome. I don't know. You're the doctor. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I just feel mad tired. I didn't have any symptoms. And then, um, yeah, I found out a couple of my mates caught it. I'm at the gym. And so it just made sense that I, like, yeah, I had it. So I tested and then, yeah, I did, I did the first one and I was like, nah, it's all good. I didn't test positive. And then I asked my brother, I was like, Is that, that's like, that's not a line, right? He's like, no, dude, that counts as a positive. I was like, fuck. No, 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 I'll do it again, I'll do it again. <laughs> and then um, I tested positive on the second one and I went to the COVID clinic and I was like, all right, I've got these two positive t- <laughs> positive tests. Like, do I need to get a PCR t- Like, should I get a PCR test? And she was like, oh, no, 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 they count as tests, just go. I just love that aspect of that, right? Like, the guy's <laughs> fucking tested positive. The thing's told you he's positive. He goes, you know what? I'm going to gonna go ask someone else if I'm positive. Fuck, <laughs> man, I don't know. Like, I, it's been too easy, though. Unless you're, like, fucking on it. You don't keep up with the protocols. And I was like, you know, fuck. I, I thought I had to go get PCR tested. So right, I right, right. Yeah, it's hard because the rules change all the time. They change the rules. Yeah, they've been changing heaps. And that's why we were making these jokes. They're like, ah, oh, you don't get two weeks of... So yeah, and they had to ISO for seven Jokes hours. on me. Yeah. yeah. But you can to get back into boxing. Yeah, fuck, I train twice already, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, as, I was like, as long as I don't have, to, like, as long as I don't infect people, I'm gonna go train. So um, yeah, I went for a run today. Went to boxing, and um, yeah, like I've always been like that. Even when comp prep, and I went to hospital. Like the next day, I was like in the gym. I was, yeah, none of this. 
20% nonsense. Nah, if you're good, G, go. <laughs> so, oh, man, fucking no more COVID talk, man. This shit's fucking yeah. not going away. I'm here, surviving. You survived, you're alive. You're still doing London things. <coughs> yes, sir. Champion is that what the champion thing is? Because I don't think anyone in this country wears champion anymore. Nah, bro, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Me and my peoples. <laughs> All my peoples in the other country. If you ever catch me, like, like, Sounding like I'm trying to put on a London accent. It's because I've actually spent the whole week watching British videos as well and like practicing my accent. And, and like, yeah. Give us a full sentence. No, I can't. Yeah, it's just, you know, I'm still shy. You know? <laughs> 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 the man who made the road man yet. Yeah. <laughs> still shy now. <laughs> but like, yeah, watching a lot of videos. Um... That's fair, man. And like, well, I think we sort of spoke about like transitions that we're trying to make in life and stuff like that. Now you've obviously gone from bodybuilding powerlifting to now making that transition to boxing yeah how's that transition been overall um for me personally it's been easy um i've always been told like i guess it's been easy for me to like i'm lucky because it's easy for me to transition into other things i think i think like you make your own luck though right like you're so driven and like you're so passionate about what you do it makes that transition easy you know yeah i've always been like a performance like playing football for 11 years as a a teen um, I've always been like interested in you know I've always been a performance based athlete so <clears throat> making that transition for me has been like it's been fairly easy and boxing is something we've watched for love. like we've loved like is you can't tell me there's been one Filipino kid that hasn't dreamt of being Manny Pacquiao or has been to four or five Manny Pacquiao fight. Like we used to have Manny Pacquiao fight parties, Filipino parties at my house. Yo, give context <coughs> to that because these things were like, oh, bro, they're fucking awesome. Wild man, like old ladies and that screaming at, screaming at the TV. Like my mom's favorite, like your one of your favorites, like kill him, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> these are the most Christian women you will ever meet in your life. But you cannot swear in that house because God hears what you're saying. But if Manny Pacquiao was fighting, and Manny it's Pacquiao, kill him. If Manny Pacquiao's fighting, man, like you cancel out the day for it. And yeah, so boxing has been always something that, like you know, that we've loved. So, um, so like I like to say, like first time fighter, long time fight fan. It's been something like it's kind of living like a, a childhood dream out. It's a completely different mindset, isn't it's it? Compl- like, yeah. it's like, like yeah. bodybuilding, you're so focused on what you look like. Yeah, you're like, oh, new lines popped up or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. But like boxing. It's, yeah. it, a new line doesn't stop you from getting like it doesn't matter if I got abs yeah. like as long as it, if I'm not punching or like it doesn't matter if I'm killed as fuck I'm getting bashed <laughs> so, I think we're all pretty excited about it. definitely over the coming weeks now you're getting back in your training yeah. just getting ready for whatever your next exhibition is for us yeah. to have more to like, like I feel like if, if I wasn't hit by COVID man I was like in such a groove and I was just in one of those modes where I was like you know like let's go sh- yeah yeah you just hit the groove and you just want to keep going 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 and you feel Invincible, like you kind of feel invincible, like oh fuck, you know, I'll go do this today. <laughs> kind of shit, but that's yeah, like that's fair. I mean, we're just talking about your transition with what you've done recently, and the other one that we want to talk about is obviously Matt, comp prep coach, first time this year, guy. Yeah, guy, big change, guy, big change, guy. How's no, it feel? It's good, man. So, changing from like coaching predominantly lifestyle clients to comp prep is. Like a lot of the a lot of the lifestyle clients that I had have like transitioned to comp prep, so it's like not the worst. Or like I feel not the like when change. you've got a good relationship with your clients, that yeah. tends to be like because obviously you've competed, mm. and that's sort of the base that you're going with your coaching off is like yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot of them are excited to see 
like how far they can push themselves you know because I, I push my guys like the amount of times that like and they'll tell you like when they send through videos for feedback a lot of the time when we've worked on their tech and it looks good a lot of the time the feedback is just this is too easy you know a lot of people don't have the right mindset when they're going to comp prep you know you elaborate on that in terms of like you know you see all the glitz and the, and the glamour and then you go, oh, I want to step on stage because like everyone has cool photo shoots or everyone looks good or everyone's got a cool bikini. Like this bikini's cool. Like I want to wear that on stage. Pretty much all of my guys at the moment who are competing just want to be the best version of themselves. So like we, we were talking about this um, off camera before, like the first time I uh, had comp clients, I think I had two on the first show I did. I think for Mark, he was the same. Like he had two on the first comp he coached people for. Bro, you got like eight? Yeah, I've got, got eight. How do you think you're going to deal with that, man? I reckon I'll be right in. Yeah. See, like, you used to, and like, not that I doubt you for a second. <laughs> I doubt how calm you are now, because I call bullshit, man. Yeah. No, just wait and see. It gets pretty chaotic back there. Like, I remember the first time we done it. <laughs> first time we did it, oh, shit. Like, with uh, like a fair group of people, where it was like a proper big win. Like, at the start of the day, we had that group huddle, we're like, all right, if anything fucking goes wrong, we're all in this spot. Like, you just come back here if shit goes wrong. And we had a massive team talk at the start. Of, I think it was the well, year was it 20, 20, what? 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2008 season B, the one where Mitch won it. Like, yeah. At the start of the day, we grabbed all the boys and we were just like, all right, fuck. If anything goes wrong, this is our spot. Everyone remember this spot because if you're in trouble, blah, blah, blah. We just came and massive. And like the backstage room is a fucking square. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like you've got to get lost. I forgot about we that. We just like had to make sure like, all right, fuck, we just because that was the first season where it was like mad chaos it, it was crazy the growth I think we had mm. uh, from like 17 to 18 how big it was and I, I don't know does, is that something that maybe gives you more confidence is like obviously being around it for so long that yeah definitely I think like being an assistant coach like backstage helping and stuff that helps a fair bit but also like being a physio also <laughs> helps like manage I guess a lot going on all at once you know so I think it's not going to be too bad like I've got two I've only got two male competitors and one's doing fitness and classic and one's doing bodybuilding you know so that'll be okay I think where I'll probably struggle more is with my female clients because I've got more female clients I've got like four yeah. doing bikini a lot of first timers yeah a lot of first timers yeah. so See, I've, got, I've got one one like like person who's already competed and then yeah. like seven first timers bruv you're pretty much back to back this is you like <laughs> yeah well, this, <laughs> this is you. the thing this is the thing I'm, I'm confident now but then like thinking about it I'm like <laughs> probably gonna do like first time as novice yeah. under 23s dude i remember that arendelle theater show oh, when yeah. like usually at like the comps and stuff like that obviously you know there's ease of getting from like backstage to the front <laughs> so <laughs> you know arendelle theater arendelle and you have to go up the stairs yeah. and down the stairs i was not fit enough to coach like <laughs> i was not well, fit like, enough to like, sit like, on the side like slide like in between the banister or something and you're sucking your gut yeah. because it's off season you're like yeah. <laughs> but it's true like as a coach when i think you're super passionate about what you're doing like so hands on so hands on you're like feeding your clients pretty much you're there for like every aspect of their pump up you're yeah. doing all that kind of stuff just watch me man I'm gonna have a band around my neck yeah. I'm gonna have two hands and two bands and I'm gonna have bands around my knees <laughs> everyone's pumping up Rob, you can have, have, have a drink you. No, it's all good love spice it makes up <laughs> <laughs> I'm that I'm that promo guy <laughs> no I'm not keen man I'm keen I, I think like they'll all do really well how long um, have you been working with your clients for that are all going to be doing season B like do you set like if you want to do a comp I'm not going to take you on 
Yeah, yeah. Is there like yeah, a time frame? Yeah, yeah. So I, I like to work with my guys for at least six months before we start a comp prep. You know? <laughs> before you start. Yeah, like get like to know them. Get, yeah, yeah, get them into a good position, get them into a good routine because I think that's the hardest thing about bodybuilding is the routine. Everyone goes, oh, that looks sick. Like I've only been to the gym for two months. I want to compete. And it's like, fuck no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's good that you're able to like say that because I, I assume you don't turn them away you just go no you're gonna work with me yeah. to then get to a point where you can compete instead of like yeah. no you can't because I think that that was the biggest thing like at the start is like sometimes people had this thing where they want to do it because they were told that they couldn't do it mm. but it's like it's not that it's you can do it it just takes a lot of time I just wouldn't do it right now because yeah, you're not you going to enjoy that experience or that experience that you believe that you're going to have it's not going to be that way yeah. I think it, de- it depends as well like the angle that you're coming from as well like are you okay with losing your first show mm. like how do you handle your losses like, yeah I guess that's the thing too right because like everyone is so competitive like you don't go into a sport to lose like you don't go in being like oh I just want to I just want to step on stage you know like some people do for sure and I think that's a great mindset to an extent you yeah. also have to be competitive and have that drive at you the know? end of the day it's a competition right like, it is a competition what was your like first idea like when you were competing for the first time like did you have that mindset of like I'm doing this to win or were you doing this for like I'm doing this because I want to see if I can compete or I want to do it because no I don't think I ever had the doubt in myself like I, I I wanted to win for sure you know I went in wanting to win but I also accepted that I could only do as much as I could do you know like every time that because you were coaching me at the time obviously you know every time you'd be like alright this is what we've got to do to, to get you in shape because I was pretty like I wasn't in shape by any means of the word so you know I was just like let's do it and if I didn't win then I knew that I put in 100% you know I followed the plan I trained as hard as I could did the you know did the diet did the cardio slept as much as I could so we went on to win an overall G we did (laughs) (laughs) I helped (laughs) Um, we went through that grueling fucking prep that first one did I Wanted to win, yeah, fucking no. Give it a bit of context on like how much you were training. Like two hours every day, morning and night. And that wasn't and two like, hours like common, that, that's two hours each, each session. session. Like, you know, weights and cardio. Like, probably, I did that probably, for, probably not the best thing though. I did that for six weeks and when I was retired, I was grueling. Nah, it was just what, like, what we thought was like, you know, that you just gotta do it. Knowing what you know now, do you think that you would have, like, if you were coaching yourself back then, do you mm. think that you'd put yourself through the, through the same thing? It's hard to say, because if I didn't go through that experience, I don't think I ever would have, like, you know, it's like character de- development, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, character building. <laughs> Char- yeah. <laughs> but it's like, That's a nice it's like, well, well, hindsight, like, if I never went through that situation, I, or situations like that, I never would have achieved what I'd well, I would have because yeah. you know, let's say if I did do really well and won my first show, like I'm, for me, bodybuilding, I always had a chip on my shoulder. If I had won straight away, I would have never had that chip on my shoulder, and I would never had, I would never had the urge to keep going on. You know, I wouldn't be able to handle a loss and be like, no, you know what, I'm coming back fucking better. I would have been like, oh, you know what, I've already won, kind of thing. Yeah. So. You reckon you would have called it after the first one? If you won it. <sighs> Probably, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I did call it. Um, and most people know the story how you and Nick, um, you know, pulled me out and um, got me back into it. And then I went to achieve good, great things in it. But you can see how like, it's cool. It is. It's a tough thing. Not everyone can can get through it. Um, 
But if I had won straight away, I would be like, all right, I've done the hard yards and I've won. Fuck. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can only one and like how many one and dones do you see? Like, yeah, I, I think you, you only you only learn from your losses. You don't only you? learn from your losses. Yeah, for sure, that I think if we hadn't met Nick, we definitely wouldn't have gone through it all again, and been able to actually achieve like the the glorious parts of competing. Yeah, I think Nick said it the best to us, but Nick kind of put it in without knowing. Nick put in the longevity mindset um, into us because there was one year I think it was after he coached us for like two or three. He's like, "Yeah, boys, I don't have to bathe you anymore. So we don't have to do cheat meals or whatever. Like, you know, I'm gonna diet you hard." So it's like you know, the first couple of years we were still like pretty shit, <laughs> but you know, like we enjoyed the prep so much that time around. It kept us coming back for more, coming back for more. And, um, yeah, it's all about loving the process. Though. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. I just didn't think about that. But 2016, that's so true. Like we would go to like Broad Burger yeah. and Max Bread. Like we, we were having legit cheat <coughs> meals. Massive cheat meals. Every week. which well, I was scared when I was going to coach you <laughs> that I was like Matt's seen us have all these cheat well, meals. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time you guys had cheat meals, you're like, wait, what are you doing? Come over. Oh, bro, we went like fucking hard. Dude, I yeah. felt so sick this was eating with you guys. Like, <laughs> the first couple of years, and like we, like obviously it's experience, so you get better anyway, but. Like, I think Nick knew that deep down we weren't going to win straight away. <laughs> like, you know, and I guess he maybe saw in us that we had that attitude of like, nah, I'm willing to take the time to to um, put in the effort and not rush things, be patient with it, which I think we try to spur on to our clients is like patience. Sure, and uh, I think you know, we, we were just talking about this uh, road trip we've got coming up soon to Newcastle um, with you know clients that we've all prepped and it's the first time in what three years almost that we're being able to get on the road like do freely do a do a, a local show yeah 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 it's always been nationals you can only do that one big event but it's like you, know, you want some little shows in there as well to get your feet wet and all that kind of stuff and it's like a, a an away show which is like a stress-free show you know <laughs> like no one knows you you got no pressure yeah you got no pressure and like like you know in a foreign foreign state and you just just kind of wing it and have fun like you have no expectations like in camera you know you're like right my friends are here my family's here I, you know, I have to perform and like all the nerves and shit whereas you go interstate it's like oh you know what I'm just going to compete 100% I think that, that's the one thing I just can't wait for the next time you to compete is for us to actually go somewhere yeah. and do a show with you like, and just spend you know like the, the night before like yeah. how, remember the last time we went in a way show the guy broke the fucking letterbox for the Airbnb we were staying at <laughs> this video of you you broke it. I didn't break it. There's it was video. you. There's video, G. It's on YouTube. I actually YouTube. don't remember who broke it. It's on YouTube. You're like, oh shit, I fixed the fucking. Oh no, it was no, I, no, 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 no. He broke it. I tried oh, to fix bro. it because I paid for it. No, bro, you broke it. I'm holding the camera. I actually don't remember because I didn't come on time. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like stuff it. like that was like sick. Yeah. Nah, I'm kidding. Um, but like what we were just saying, like some of our favorite memories. We were talking about winging it. There was this one show we did at Coffs yeah. where. We didn't. This by the way, this is before we were coaching or had any education in this. Really, Nothing. we saw people having salt before yeah. they pumped up. It's like salt pump up hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the moniker: was salt and pump salt up hard. hard. <laughs> that was the day, man. Like literally. And like we'd look at each other and be like, "Oh, like how am I looking?" Yeah, have some more salt. <laughs> 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 oh, nah. It'll be good to have those, those experiences back. Before we sign off on this episode, can we just like share like a fucking funny story? Like I, we we need like. Fuck, bro, you put me on the spot. Yeah, dude. I know I said I was a diamond. 
<laughs> I lied, man. But but it's because there've been legitimate funny things that have happened, and I've always got really upset. Like no one will believe me <laughs> that this happened. There's so like there's so there's many so many stories, man. Stories, so many stories. All right, while you <laughs> do, do a sponsor plug and let me think of a story. We take a brief moment from this podcast to introduce to you. Lime Splice Protein and Wood Labs. Okay, no, you don't have to. I've got a good story. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Available so this is... Elite Subs Lane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is probably like one of my favourite stories of one of our new friends, Z. So when we went up to compete at Nationals, well, I say we, I went up to support, you guys went up to compete at Nationals. Um, and like, we've known Z for like a year and a half or something at this point, but this this bloke was so depleted because he was peeled to the bone. shredded. He was so shredded. Like, and I was doing some physio work for him. He was he was so depleted. He came in that day, and I'm pretty sure he said hi to like the three of us like twice. He's like, oh fuck! I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't say hi. And I was like, no, bro. Like, he said hi like five minutes. But anyway, I was treating him because he's a bit tired, just helping him like pose a bit better and stuff. And he gets up and he's like, oh, thank you so much, Max. <laughs> and we all just stopped and we we're like. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's stuck to his name, isn't it? Yeah, that's why, yeah, to this day, Max. you are Max. <laughs> you haven't got a cop story that you can Fuck pick up man, the top of your head? heaps, man. Like, there are so many funny stories. That's right, man. You can save it for the next episode. I'll save it for the next episode, I think. Alright, we will come back come funnier. But fuck it, yeah, it's heaps. Next time. But you got to have on Dragon Ball Boom, 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 boom. Alright, I'm going to share a story. And this is for our clients that are listening. If you think that any of us are harsh or rude or mean or don't care about your comp preps this is a story that came from our coach we were arguably uh in the best shape of our lives and he was looking at us while we were posing for him during our check-in and he was looking and he paused and he went fuck i've turned some losers into champions (laughs) (laughs) you see that marina 50% 50% shit and 50% clay and I make sculptures. <laughs> <laughs> that there when you realise that you have been compared to literal shit <laughs> that has a bit of clay to assist it a couple of weeks out from a show like if your morale wasn't down then to know that you were literally viewed as shit uh, was something that was very special to us but hey he was right and I mean I, I love those stories, man. Like, just uh, there's a lot of like funny, like little, like one-liner stories that like that happen that during happen the time. It's like, fuck, I'm just trying to try and get. Nah, let's save it, but let's save it. Yeah, we've got more episodes to come. We'll Thank waffling, you so much for tuning in, waffling and chatting shit. And we will see you next time. I'm Dragon Ball Z. Proudly brought to you by Elite Subs Lane. <laughs> <laughs>